Hello and welcome to Sobriety Elevated, the podcast that is committed to empowering you in your recovery and elevating your sobriety. Join us now for the next episode. We hope you create an incredible experience. Let's get the show started. Hello and welcome to Sobriety Elevated, the podcast committed to strengthen your sobriety and empower your recovery. You are here with your co-hosts. My name is Jim Pakonin, and I am also here with Kevin Thole. And it is, it's like, is it Groundhog Day today? <laughs> I, it feels like it today. It so. does. It does. Um, and today, I think because it's Groundhog Day, we're just going to go with that theme. Because it's Groundhog Day, we're going to talk about the support and the accountability around you as you deepen your sobriety and empower your recovery. I like that. That was, that was a nice transition there, Jim. Um, yeah, it is not really Groundhog Day, but it feels like it because uh, sometimes it seems like everything is uh, happening over and over again. Yeah. Which yeah. is, is actually can be tied, I think, to, uh, you know, accountability and support around you because it's something that you have to be intentional about every single day. And every now and then things kind of derail. And, and when they derail, it's almost like you're back to square one. So like being Groundhog Day is not a bad thing. It's just where we kind of are today. Yeah, I think both of us have had a lot of crazy things happen to us today. But that's that's good. We're both still sober. So that's, that's important. <laughs> that's right. And our recovery is strong. Very strong. And thankfully it is. And, and I think one thing that I've noticed too about this, you know, the topic of accountability and of, of uh, having support and things around you is whenever something derails you or if something, uh, an obstacle comes up, it's extremely important to have those people around you to help you to talk you through things and whatever it is, just a sounding board sometimes just to talk to. Yeah. And that is your support network. And on days like these, and if you're listening to this and you can relate and you're quietly chuckling, the question is, is how is your support network? And when is the last time you were in communication with that support network? Because that accountability is key. You're smiling over there. <laughs> yeah, Jim, I think it's... uh for me, I remember, you know, first first in recovery, man, that network seemed like it was like out of reach almost. It was extremely hard because of my ego, my pride, whatever, to ever ask for help and to ever reach out to people. And, you know, if you go to a 12-step meeting or you go to really any kind of recovery meeting, people, you know, one thing we like to do is give back and help people. And a lot of them will give you the phone number and they're like, call me anytime. I remember I got a phone list and somebody put 24-7 next to it. And whenever I got home one night and I was like, I need to talk to somebody. When I looked at all 10 numbers, I thought, ooh, there's no way. And no. so it was, it was something that uh, took some time to get used to. But every time I did pick up the phone and I made that phone call or I called somebody, you know, a friend, whatever, advisor, whoever it is, and talked to them, it would make me feel better. And it's what I love about that is anytime you reach out and talk to somebody, you have to get out of your head. You are no longer stuck in your pattern of thinking. 
the moment you're in conversation, it's like that negative voice that wants to take you down goes quiet and you're able to be in conversation with another. Absolutely. And a lot of times, maybe what we're, we're worrying about in our head, once we just start talking about it out loud, it doesn't even matter what the other person says. We're like, oh, wait a second. That doesn't sound so right. Oftentimes, I tend to think like the voice in my head will say that this sounds silly. I shouldn't be reaching out. And here's a clarification point is if you have that same voice, reach out anyway. Because if you can get to the point that you hear yourself and you begin to literally process things from a stable state of mind, it probably is going to sound silly. Understand you needed to reach out. You needed to make that contact in order for you to shift your mental perspective back to a healthy space. A lot of times what I've found is when people are reaching out to me to do that, it ends up helping me as the guy who received the call too. Yeah. A lot I of mean, times we don't even realize it, you know, us making a call to somebody else and talking about how crazy we feel can then help that person to get out of their head too. I so agree with you. One of the reasons that I lead workshops is I think leading workshops keeps my sobriety strong and keeps my recovery in process. And I think a byproduct of that is that those that are in those workshops and those that are listening and processing, all of a sudden they get their sobriety stronger also. Yeah. And I think it's important too, uh, something that it took me some time to learn is I, my sobriety can be strengthened by people that have a lot less time of sobriety than me and people that have a lot more time in sobriety than me. It's not really what your sobriety date is or how long sober you have isn't an indicator necessarily that of where you're at. What I'm hearing in that is anytime we interact with somebody and we are able to provide assistance with them, not only do we support another person, but we strengthen our resolve. We strengthen our commitment to never, ever, ever choose that drug of choice and choose what we got in our life as a result of that drug of choice. Absolutely. I, I, I've had people call me and say, hey, you know, Kevin, I want to I want to have a drink. And I say, OK, well, if you know, their alcohol is one of their struggles. And I say, OK, talk me through it. And they're like, all right, I'm going to go do this, this, this. And then all of a sudden, as they roll that tape all the way through, as they progress in the story, all of a sudden they're divorced, they're homeless, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, they start to realize what the, the consequence or what the outcome is if all of a sudden we start to put a drink in our body. Because if alcohol is your drug of choice, one leads to 20, period. There is no, yes. well, like, you know... Kevin, I've been uh, I've been sober for eight months, so I think I can just have one and be okay. Unfortunately, I've heard of a lot of people that relapse really hard, and you know, there's an old I think it might be an AA saying I don't know where they say you know one is never enough and a thousand is never enough or something like that. But I, I can relate to that for me personally as a guy who uh, I liked drugs, alcohol, and gambling. You know, like we've said many times, and. One was just never for me. And it still blows my mind because a lot of people that I know, you know, close friends of mine, they're normal drinkers. They'll have one yeah. drink yeah. and be done. And I'm like, yeah. what is, I don't even get it. It's foreign to me that that's even possible. And here's a side note. So if you're listening to this, allow those people that can have one, that's them, not you. Understand, I'm going to say this again, that is them and not you. 
especially if you've been through a program, if when you are in your addiction, your life falls apart, it's not you. And it's not going to be you when you're six months sober, when you're six years sober. It is let them be them. Let the people that can do that sort of thing and are okay with it be them. But that's not, it's not me. It's not me with heroin. I know if I get it in front of me, I am intercoursed. It's over. And I, and I can just look around. I might as well look around and I can, and I want to see right now while I'm clean and sober, everything I'm going to give up. And I'm a hell no to that. Yeah. Same here. I, I think like you said, let other, other people can do it, but I, yeah. I can't. And yeah. it's, it's just that simple for me. And other people say, Hey, can't you just have one? Yeah. And the answer to that question is literally no one. There's no such thing as one for me. And two, if I have one, I'm going to have a hundred. So it's, right. it's a lot of times I think it's also important not for me to start judging other people that can normally drink. I think that there's a majority of human beings can have one drink or two drinks or even five drinks and be fine. You know, they, they doesn't destroy and, and take over their life. For me, I had no power over it and my life was completely unmanageable. And right. so I don't want to project that onto other people. If they choose to do their thing, that's their life. I can only control what I'm going to do. And if you're listening to this and you are committed to your sobriety, hear this anew. As you listen to this, hear it anew and know that you can honor your commitment. Find those people that can support you powerfully in your beliefs and in that that is working, that is keeping your sobriety strong. Yeah, surround yourself with those people. I found over time, a lot of the people that were in my life that aren't supporting that, as I continue to grow and I, my uh, recovery seems to get stronger and deeper, a lot of those people just fall by the wayside, the people that aren't encouraging me. But the people that are, they get closer to me. Yep. And we end up encouraging other people. I have a ton of friends in recovery and I have a ton of friends that don't have any need to, to be sober or anything like that. And both of them can support me really almost in the at the same level. Just because somebody drinks doesn't mean they can't support me. I have a lot of friends that check on me and things like that, especially early on in recovery that that will, that still are normal drinkers or, you know, normal social people that, that do quote unquote normal things, but they can still care about me and help me and help, you know, be a good accountability person and support system in my life. So what I'm hearing there is Kevin, that you do not have judgment and you're really looking at how people support you one person at a time. Oftentimes in that first year to two to three plus of your recovery, it's like the mind wants to judge and you're saying no. You're saying allow these people, as long as they can support you, they can still be in your life. Definitely. And I think that one problem that I see with a lot of people, or I don't want to call it a problem. One, one thing that I see with a lot of people is whenever they first get sober, they start to judge everybody else and think, put themselves on a pedestal. And it's really important, I think, for us to not forget where we came from. You know, whenever we see people around us, whether they're relapsing or they're having issues, you know, it could easily be us. So it's, it's, it's something that's important to t make a choice, not to judge people and to allow them in my life. If they're supporting me, if they're, if they're being helpful to my life, if they're, they're breathing life into me and not sucking life out of me, they should be in my life. 
Yeah. And I allow every, you know, every type of person, recovery, not recovery, if they have the same religion as me, not the same, whatever, we can all support each other and help each other no matter what. We don't have to agree on everything to help and support each other. And that is the big thing with support and accountability is if they are in full support of you, keep them around and notice and you can learn something about yourself seeing your own judgment And then the question comes is where have you not accepted your sobriety? And is it possible that in your own head, you're making your sobriety wrong and you're, and you're literally transferring that over there on another person and making them bad as opposed to looking and understanding. I mean, let's be honest. Recovery is a struggle. Recovery takes work. And one of the things that I know is that you have to be strong in your recovery and you have to really almost unwire and reprogram yourself so that you can, first off, be accountable to yourself and you can support yourself such that your recovery becomes rock solid. Absolutely. So as you're looking at your accountability, if you're listening to this and you're hearing something for you, here's the question for you is what can you do such that your support is stronger today? Can you reach out and just see how other people are? Reach out and see if you can support somebody. Maybe just writing a paragraph to yourself describing how strong and where your accountability exists. Yeah, I challenge most people. I think if you're listening today and you're not really sure where to what to do or where to start, is find someone, whether they're an advisor or another person in recovery or someone you trust, and literally just reach out to them and talk to them. Have a conversation. It doesn't always have to be some deep, major thing going on. Sometimes just a, a, a simple conversation, talking to another person who understands you, can really help you grow and can deepen your recovery, and it can really elevate your sobriety, which is what we're here to talk about. Because that is that it really is our commitment. The more people that elevate their sobriety, the better life you're going to have. And when you have a better life, those around you are going to shine and they are going to have a better life. And then those who look up to you are going to say, wow, look what that person did. That person really inspired me. If you can be inspired in your sobriety, You're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to strengthen your recovery. And yeah, when those thoughts come up that want to take you down, you're going to be able to say, nope, today I stay strong. Continue to developing all those things. You're going to see that life in sobriety is better than life before sobriety. Freaking rocks. Yep. And I can tell you that in my life, it's so much better. And I love being sober and I love being in recovery. It's It's been a life changer and it's been awesome. And you make a difference, right? One of the things as this podcast grows is we have a charity that we are committed to supporting. And this is one of the things, Kevin, that not only do you make a difference, but you're going to be taking a little trip in a few weeks, aren't you? So maybe let's just, could you tell us a little bit about what this program supports, what its um, charity is? Yeah, it's over in Kenya. We actually have a children's home or an orphanage in Kenya Uh, that started seven years ago. My wife and I partnered with some other people and we were able to build a home. My wife's actually leaving in a few days to go over there for a couple of weeks. Then when she gets back, then I take off and head over there. And 
Uh, we're completing a second house for the kids as well as a combined kitchen to be able to serve the the food a little bit better. So it's, it's been really incredible. We're, we're trying to change, just completely shift the whole stigma over there to, to, for these kids where, you know, they're, they're fatherless, motherless currently giving them a place to stay, putting good people in their life to, to support them, encourage them, and really just educating them, showing them a, a better way of life. And it, it really is tied so much to the, the same type of thing that we can do over here in our recovery is we just can continue to help people grow, get healthier and get better over there. It's a lot more on the physical more so than the spiritual and mental side is how we're able to help over there. But it's, it's been so incredibly a part of it. I'm super excited. I haven't been there in three years. So this will be my first trip over there while I'm in recovery and in sobriety. So that'll be exciting. I have several uh, engagements lined up with other people in recovery, other, other meetings and things like that, where they're going to have me speak, share my story, kind of share what's happened to me in my life. And uh, I'm excited over there. Addiction is something that is really still shunned. You know, it's there are many years behind us in this and there's not many 12 step meetings. There's not many recovery meetings. There's, there's not a whole lot of talk about it. My primary purpose going over there is for the kids, but I think my secondary purpose is to help kind of spread the recovery message to people and show them that it's possible. And if you're listening to this, can you hear the excitement in Kevin's voice? He literally lights up over here. I can just see him. And this is what happens when you choose something and you give back. Because when you give back and you're making a difference in another's life or lives uh, in this instance, it lifts yourself. When you lift another you feel so much better about yourself. And again, and I know I'm a broken record here, but this is how your recovery becomes stronger. We flow in and out of our recovery. Some days there are recovery is incredibly strong and empowering. Boy, other days it's like we got to reach out and we have to be in communication with other people because it may not be as strong. That is a promise. That is how it will be every day moving forward. And yet, if you know your support system is strong, and if your accountability network is strong, you will always bounce back. And then some days when you're in this super strong place, somebody's going to call you and say, hey, I'm, I'm not doing so well today. And then you can just be the space to listen. Absolutely. I would just close it out with saying, reach out to someone today. You know, if nope. you're listening, reach out to someone. Yeah, I actually like that. As we end this podcast, once you get done listening, reach out to one or two people and just see how they're doing. Ask them what's happening. That's a beautiful way to end it. My name is Jim Pakonin, and I'm here with Kevin Thole. And this is Sobriety Elevated. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe and leave a comment. If you're on Facebook, join the Sobriety Elevated podcast group, and we look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. We'll talk to y'all soon. Okay. Thank you.